0: Welcome to the RV Navigator Podcast, your RV lifestyle digital home. Visit the RV Navigator homepage at rvnavigator.com. And now, here are your hosts, Ken and Martha, podcasting from their mobile RV studio that might be parked in a campground near you. Hello, this is Ken, your RV Navigator.
1: And Martha, the co-pilot, wishing you Happy New Year. Can't resist. <laughs> Jeez.
0: Well, as you would guess, and if you've been listening to the podcast for any length of time, you know what today is. We usually do the podcast a bit early, this so the- that it will be ready on the first of the month. But today is the last day of the year and it is truly the last day of the year uh, on the calendar.
1: And as is our tradition, we are going to produce our Less Than Coherent <sighs> podcast which you all seem to enjoy immensely. <laughs> we
0: do get a lot of coverage. As we this. do enjoy <laughs> doing it. But we are... Oh. <laughs> well, I'm going to... You too. Jeez. She's gonna
1: so let's open the bottle so let's that we the can bo- get truly inspired yeah. to do... A bang up
0: job. A bang up job. Well, as you know, this is uh, our tradition to have this, oh, this bubbly on New Year's Eve. Oh, there oh, it is. A good sound. Oh, and it's oh good, and it didn't uh, overflow the bottle. But you heard it first, right here. And she's pouring. Mm-mm-mm. And we hope that you're doing Can the you same hear? thing as. Whoa. Oh. Can you hear? Yes, of course. We hope that you're doing the very same thing on this day. Probably listening to this a little bit later than. New New Year's Eve, but there it is.
1: Happy 2019.
0: Did you ever think 2019 would come by? (sighs) Every year it gets more and more tenuous, and this has been a tumultuous year in many ways.
1: Are you feeling tenuous, my dear?
0: Well, not because of us or the podcast or anything, but Uh it's just kind of with things that are going on in our country. Mm -hmm. It will be very interesting to look back on this in the next year to see... uh, Things have turned out.
1: So, of course, when you're at the end of the year, it makes you look back not only on this year, yes. but on the many, 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 many years that, that we've we have this. been doing this <laughs> and celebrating New Year's Eve together.
0: Oh, we started the podcast in 2006. Wow. Today is going to be, or tomorrow is going to be 2019, 19. and that means that we are 13
1: years old. Okay. <laughs> Have some more champagne.
0: Okay. (laughs) Okay. Ah, Small break there. So after that no, thirteen. No. No, sixteen. Six minus (laughs) Anyway, we've been doing this podcast a long time. Neither of us have
1: gotten A's in math in a long time.
0: You knew the math. Okay, so down to business, down to business. Come on. Uh, So the podcast has uh, had its ups and downs, and we have been very loyal, though, over the years. I think we've only missed a, a month or two that we have. Well, we've always done it, but it has occasionally been a little bit late. But if you followed our podcast, and it's fabulous to get emails from you guys that you binge-watched, or not watched, it but binged binge listened, listened
1: to
0: the podcast and that you've gone all the way back to 2006. This would be very interesting. I would like to hear from you because we, we don't go back and listen to the
1: podcasts. You'd be talking about old technology, that's for sure.
0: Old technology? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, yes. But I would like to hear how we have changed... I'm afraid to go back and listen by
1: Maybe myself. Maybe we don't want to... Looking at old pictures <laughs> oh, is bad enough, huh?
0: Oh, yes, I just did a whole slew of of old photos, family photos for the, uh, for the relatives here at Christmas, and it was quite... Uh, Quite soulful. Just look at your parents and how you were looking when you were three and four years old. And you know, I went back and scanned all those pictures and uh, digitized the slides and all that sort of good stuff. So it's it's a rewarding experience, but one that kind of tugs at your heartstrings
1: and let reminds you that you really are getting old. Because most of the time, I don't feel all that old.
0: Now they always say that um,
1: you're the last to know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm the last to know. Well, we don't know how much longer we'll be doing the podcast because you never know when some tragedy will strike. But we're certainly continuing it for the next year, and uh, we will be looking back. Uh, you know, we've broadcast, broadcast, we podcasted from South Africa, podcast from Australia, New Zealand, all around the world, cruises all over the place, Alaska, Alaska, oh, Mexico, Mexico, Labrador prince edward island so we Vancouver really had island.
1: fun taking you all with us on our journeys around the world
0: and you guys have made a, a lot of nice comments and we certainly appreciate the emails and this podcast is all about us helping you and you sharing with us and it's kind of a synergy when we started it it was really
1: i felt attenuous. like i was talking to an empty room <laughs> And you
0: see these, these conferences. Yeah, <laughs> where the camera pans
1: back and there's nobody there. there. Wow. And, and I, I I would say I probably did it to humor you. You yeah. were the techie. You were well, the one who knew about podcasts. This was at a time when most people we knew hadn't even heard of a podcast. You wanted to have one. And what did we know to talk about? Travel and our well, well, we were going to do
0: technology, but unfortunately the technology podcast Field was fairly crowded, so we decided to go into something that was a little bit less. Crowded and, and
1: after you retired and you no longer had access to an unlimited technology <laughs> budget, that kind of cramp, good. cramped your style a little. Yeah. Well, you know, this all
0: started in 1976.
1: What started in 76?
0: 1976 is when I bought my first uh, DVR. Oh, not DVR. Uh, VCR. VCR. I bought my first VCR in 1976. And what did that allow us to do? We could record a show. Uh, time shift. Uh-huh but there 's no time shifting for radio well, you did I know I had a recorder that kind
1: I had well, record. I had
0: cassettes, two hour long cassettes and a, and a cassette recorder that automatically uh, recorded on both sides of the cassette so that I could record things like uh, Prairie Home Companion and All things considered the things shows that I really enjoyed, and I could listen to them later and that 's what the VCR did for TV. It allowed time shifting and, of course, getting rid of the commercials. We appreciate that in podcasting. When we go down the road, we want to listen to what we want to listen to. We want to listen to the podcast that we like, right? Yeah. Makes so the
1: miles go by
0: fast. Makes the miles go by faster. So my thinking was in 2006 was that we would start a podcast so that we could accompany people down the road. We've avoided going video because we still want to con- want talk to talk to you while you're driving down the road and share our life and hear about your life as we're traveling down the road and share our experiences with you. Give you the best tips we can about technology and RVing, and it's amazing how many people actually listen.
1: And as many of you have guessed, uh, maybe we even told you now and again, um, we used to be teachers, and it's (laughs) always rewarding for us to share things that we have learned with with others who find them useful as well. And that, to me, has been one of the best things about doing this podcast, and all of the new friends that we have met Uh, literally all over the world um, over the years who have listened to us and tracked us down. And... And I no longer feel like I'm talking to an empty room.
0: Yes, about 15,000 downloads a month. We don't know how many people actually listen, but 15,000 downloads a month. We're actually amazed because we have no marketing. Oh, well, we do have marketing. What is it? Huge marketing budget.
1: What is
0: it? I think I spent $15 on bu- business cards.
1: <laughs> oh, you bought some bumper stickers. Honestly. And I bought some
0: bumper stickers, yeah. which, are st- which we still have over half of left. <laughs> so if you're interested in a bumper sticker, just let us know. Maybe we need
1: a marketing director. <laughs>
0: but it 's amazing that uh, being fairly low tech our one microphone that we have here between us and well, just whole, a regular old computer
1: the whole idea of our being and traveling the world is just sells itself it's such an appealing way to live.
0: Yes, and as we watch now facebook we didn 't there was no social media when we started in two thousand and six, mm-hmm. and we now have a Facebook page well, and why is that because people asked us to no.
1: I don't like Facebook.
0: We can say things like that because we have no sponsors. Yeah. We can just express our point of view without any restrictions
1: even though i have nothing to hide i like to keep it to myself <laughs> well
0: we are we've gone to facebook because. because our google plus page died we had over 600 people on the google plus page but unfortunately google tells us that google plus is dying therefore if you do if you search rv navigator in facebook we now have a facebook page which has 60 or some Listeners or so who it, are sharing things. and we, That allows us to share stuff on a more immediate basis than the once a month that we do the podcast.
1: So if it interests you and you don't mind sharing every personal fact about your life, send a note through the Facebook so we can put you in the group and stay in touch that way as well.
0: Now, we've asked some big, hard questions. Fun questions. Uh, Facebook a lot of fun
1: questions. Yeah, I like to see what people have to say. And what are the questions? It was something about your first rig. Yeah, yeah. and how long
0: have how you been, long listening have been listening to the RV? And of course, these questions are questions you can't get wrong, so
1: we. No, we just want to make, we sure. Just want to make sure. You're not a robot. Okay, my glass is empty. Okay. Yep. Time out. Mm-hmm. Sorry.
0: Okay. Now, are they going to be able to tell? What? That we've been drinking?
1: Well, they say they can. <laughs>
0: Now, from my perspective, you can't tell at all.
1: Champagne is just inspirational.
0: Champagne is inspirational. Okay, so uh, we appreciate you listening and we appreciate you sharing. You are currently listening to the RV Navigator podcast, no, uh, January 2019. And be sure to visit our website and our calendar page so that you can have yourself a brand new calendar, January-specific Photo for your ground on your computer, which is always fun.
1: And I guess while we're giving you all gives these me jobs, a chance
0: to share some pictures.
1: And I guess while we're giving you all these jobs to do, we would ask <laughs> that you go on iTunes and do a review after you listen. Oh, listened. great idea! That's helpful. Too. If you
0: want to give us a nice Christmas present,
1: no, a New Year's present.
0: If they want to give us a present, go on uh, iTunes and uh, give us a review. Hopefully, it'll be good, but. We uh, always appreciate hearing from you, and I get quite a few emails every month uh, asking questions and and talking about uh, various topics that we talk about as well as other things.
1: We've already mentioned many ways that the podcast has enriched our lives and made a reluctant uh, podcaster (laughs) like me into an enthusiastic one, and we are looking forward to yet another unique experience that we don't totally understand or know about yet, but we wanted to share it with you because uh, you might need to know about it the middle of January. We have been contacted by a producer who works on CBS Sunday Morning. One of our favorite shows. And they're planning on doing a segment about... Da, da 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 da! Podcasting. Ta-da. And apparently, this segment will include people who have much higher production values than we do. Actually, um, have studios. Professionals with budgets. No, no. And and they wanted the yin and the yang of the <laughs> podcasting world, and so we seem to be a good yang. And uh, we have been contacted by David Pogue and his people who are planning on visiting us here at our campsite in Florida on the 4th of January to interview us and record us for part of a segment that they are doing about podcasting.
0: Sunday Morning, in case you're not familiar with it, is a magazine show that's on, uh, logically, Sunday morning, uh, early in the morning. We've watched it for 20 years, uh, starting with...
1: 30 years. Charles Corral. It's almost on. It's been on for 40 years. Honest to God. Yeah, I I read that. 40 years, and
0: I think we've been watching it nearly all the the time it's it's kind of a nice it's not It's not 60 minutes, it's uh, well, it's more low-key.
1: When I was thinking about it, Charles Caralt used to do these kind of human interest segments where he'd travel around the United States in an RV. And here we are. And when he came off the road, he started this Sunday morning program, which kind of had the same spirit, even though it talked about world events and politics as well. The sensibility of that show very much corresponds to our own, and we are thrilled to be even a 30-second <laughs> part of it, whatever this turns out to be. (laughs) So...
0: You You may have to not blink in order to see us.
1: So but. supposedly, whatever it is they're recording will be aired the middle of January, and right now that's all we know. So keep your eye on your TV guide, or however you access TV. Uh, we do it know is. that
0: it's probably going to be raining here in Florida. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and and see if we made the cut. If nothing else, it'll be very exciting to meet David Pogue, who is one of Ken's heroes. He's admired him from afar, and not so afar. Not so far. For Thanks. many years. Um, you shared a stage with him at Mac. We're in 2001. When you were still a worker bee. In and, San um, Francisco, no less. Uh, it'll be a thrill to meet him and see Again. what uh, the video recording of TV programs is all about. We have no idea.
0: So, that'll be an exciting event and uh, something unexpected from our end. Podcasts uh, have apparently become big business. If you listen to many podcasts, you know that they've inserted lots of commercials. Big businesses have taken notice of it, so uh, they are advertising and people are making lots of money. What happened to us? I don't know. Is it worth it? Our to readers, sell our souls. Would our, re, would our listeners mind if to we compromise had, has, our
1: values.
0: Compromise. To a, sell out to uh, the man. Yeah, I don't think I want to do that. I, 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 I debate this back and forth in my own mind. Freedom is nice. Freedom is nice. We get to say what we want anytime we want and uh, without any constraints. So if you like that, continue to listen. It's free. It's free. <laughs> <laughs> my mantra. <laughs> <laughs> if it's free, we like it. We, of course, as you notice, we are in Florida. They don't notice. Well, we have mentioned that it's warm outside. Have we? No. No. Well, it's, it's very warm. The last podcast we, we made. We were
1: complaining cuz it was so hot and humid down here and after a, a month in the Chicago area where it was not hot and humid, we came back down here and turned on the air conditioning again. Can I, I believe cannot that?
0: believe it. They're having record warmth down here in Florida. But it is actually very nice, you know, 80 degrees and uh, with a breeze and humidity is is very pleasant.
1: I'm not really but complaining. But the
0: drive down here was kind of interesting because we it you was know, a, once again we got to say Before you head out in your RV, look at the weather.
1: And don't make plans that are in concrete because that could be a really bad idea.
0: Because we drove down here. We were in our car, so we weren't quite as... uh, Vulnerable to the weather, maybe? Yes, and it was two days of rain. It's 1,200 miles from Chicago to Titusville, Florida. And that 1,200 miles usually takes us about 16 hours. This time it took us twenty-two hours over two days. And it was a hell of a drive, and it was, and it was, was all because through, of the rain. All through rain and slow traffic and, uh.
1: and every so often there'd be a fender bender and certainly I reminded myself this time of year we are not the only snowbirds that are driving to Florida and so undoubtedly some of the traffic was caused by people like us but as we drove through a solid day of rain all the way through the state of Georgia I said to myself I'm so glad this isn't snow because sometimes when we've escaped after yeah, the holidays it has been snow which added a whole other layer of excitement to the departure so we kind of left when we planned to. Um, maybe we should have waited another day for the rain to go by.
0: But had we been in the RV, uh, we would have waited would have. because it was very windy from the south. And yeah. I hate driving against a, a 30, a 30 mile an hour. Oh, how do you like the gas prices?
1: Phenomenal. <laughs> oh,
0: wow. Uh, this is something we can take and it will definitely impact RVers. If you're going to travel, now is the time to do it. Get out there and use that gas. Oh, that's probably politically... No, it's
1: ecologically not good advice.
0: <laughs> hey, I don't have any commercials, so I can say what I want. <laughs> uh, but the gas price around here is right around $2 a gallon. And I'm sure in other places...
1: It's even uh, less. It's even
0: less, Yeah. But uh, we're benefiting from that.
1: And the other thing that that kind of blew my mind, you know, we drove home right before Thanksgiving. And we did virtually the same drive coming back down here after Christmas. And we stayed at the same hotel in Chattanooga (laughs) halfway that we had stayed in going north. And it was $30 cheaper. Why? Because... We don't Supply
0: know. Supply and demand.
1: And the gas was what, 30 cents a gallon cheaper yeah, between so the two drives? It. So I guess be thankful.
0: You know, if we can jump ahead, uh, one of the things that I wanted to talk about today was will RV parks Nix fixed prices and charge? uh based on demand and that makes a lot of sense i know they they increase the prices based on season mm-hmm. but i don't think many rv parks actually change their prices as a result of surge pricing well mean? surge pricing or on the weekend they charge more or i'd like to hear what you guys
1: think about. they probably this. could yeah I, I mean down here I mean, you can't get well, in anywhere at the on park the weekend. at the
0: park we're in there's a winter rate and a summer rate, so
1: which is typical. which is which
0: is surge demand. But I think that RV parks can take uh, a page out of the book of hotels and start charging by by the exact demand.
1: And sometimes campgrounds will make you stay m- multiple nights around a holiday, like the Fourth of July. i remember right. experiencing that too.
0: In a surcharge for a special event. Mm-hmm. Is not uncommon. Mm-hmm. Well, so maybe they already are doing it, mm-hmm. but it doesn't seem to be common.
1: And certainly, when we park, they tend to charge us more because we use fifty amps rather than thirty. Well, that's yeah, that's just. And usage. whether you're using a back end or versus a pull through, well, there are a lot sites. of variables. Yeah, it's yeah. So, a lot of all the cart prices. So maybe already. that's
0: not such an unusual question. they were already delved into that realm and are taking advantage of it well prices overall are just going up there's just no question about you
1: know if you were going to go to louisville during derby week you would expect to pay a lot more because that's when everybody's there
0: but i guess uber and lyft Lyft. have have gotten the surge price mentality and they're passing it along to rv sites
1: so maybe our chattanooga hotel wanted to fill up and So, so it did
0: so i had a major disaster here and
1: not driving
0: no (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> we have to be fortified to talk about this one.
1: Oh okay. That's because you saw
0: SOS SOS My hard drive crashed on my main computer. The internal hard drive. At home. At home. Let this be a warning to you
1: out of the clear blue sky. One second I was working, uh, one day uh, the next I w- second it was
0: not went down, was using it in the evening, went away, let it go to sleep, didn't shut it off even, came back the next morning, psh, hard drive shot. Oh. And I was in the middle of a, I do a 36-page newsletter for our homeowners association and psh, I was on 24-hour deadline and
1: I it was, was gone.
0: So I did have a backup, (laughs) but uh, interestingly enough, it took 26 hours to to restore on an external hard drive the backup so that I could reboot from the backup. Twenty six hours, which was far too long for my deadline. Is
1: that because you have some, I had a printer
0: deadline of in less than twenty four hours? Is
1: that because you have so many pictures on it that take up a lot? Of no, time. I was only
0: backing up like two terabytes, which is not. That I can't
1: much. relate to that. What was that?
0: What do you mean? What was it?
1: <laughs> my stuff. Your next book?
0: <laughs> no, it wasn't even my picture collection. It wasn't pictures. No, not really. I don't see. I don't keep my pictures on my main drive. And it
1: wasn't applications. You said yes. Why?
0: Well, no i didn't restore the applications i decided that i didn't have the space to so it was
1: all your rv navigator podcast notes is that what that was ah yes
0: (laughs) so i can't go back and look at the archive for 26 hours i had to be without the rv navigator
1: (laughs) what a bummer i was tiptoeing around the house like a ghost trying not to get in his way but
0: ladies and gentlemen take it from my experience even though i had a backup if you don't have a backup make a backup and always be ready for a big time crash of your hard drive it happens I, and I, to everybody it, and if it hasn't happened it's going to happen and i just don't know why i have no make- i mean this my computer is in basically a environmentally stable situation there's it doesn't get banged around i had i don't move it it's in the basement it's sitting there just doing its thing
1: so make this a new year's resolution
0: uh uh-huh. make a backup and now we even carry backups to back up in the, in the RV on a hard drive so that everything is backed up. Because you never know when it will be you. And I just don't know why. I'm just shocked. I was totally shocked. I've never had such a situation.
1: Mm-mm. But mine had already died earlier. You spent two days trying to get me going again. My laptop.
0: Yeah, but that wasn't a hard crash like this was. This was just, I couldn't get anything off of it. Remember, I couldn't get on the internet. It's interesting that I could see the files, but I couldn't retrieve them, which is really frustrating. Oh, There's what I want. There it is. There it is. Hey, but I couldn't touch it. Lesson learned. Always back up. New Year's resolution. But I did back up. But,
1: well, and it saved your hiney. Yes, it you did. You did get the newsletter out.
0: Yeah, but I couldn't use my backup because I was...
1: Still backing it up. I was still
0: trying to <laughs> retrieve. retrieve Well, it. The, the deadline was very short, so that was a problem. Uh, cellular data update.
1: These days, as we've discussed many times, when you go to an RV park, you expect to have some sort of Wi-Fi. And these days, you expect to have... Better than just some sort of Wi-Fi, and our park here at the Great Outdoors in Titusville loves to have its 10-10-10 rating in the Woodall book, which says it's a superior park in every conceivable way. But until very recently, you didn't get any kind of Wi-Fi at the sites. Uh, You had to go to the check-in building where they had free Wi-Fi for you to use. But this park is very big, and that was very inconvenient. And now they have. We don't now want you to they have... have put themselves... No,
0: this is no different.
1: Yeah, we're going to have it at every, every site now.
0: But not at the sites that don't have any buildings or just empty oh. campsites. Our, uh, three, our site's not going to have Wi-Fi.
1: Aren't we bringing Wi-Fi with us?
0: We are. We're going to have it there, but...
1: Uh, so because it's, come here. Because <laughs> <laughs> Never mind.
0: <laughs> have some champagne.
1: <laughs> I thought we were going to have it all over the park. We have the potential now. No, all of them. no, no. Because it's part of our dues now. It's <sighs> part of our homeowners.
0: She doesn't understand, ladies and gentlemen. So we have to explain it's, wir- it make- it's wired internet. And that's the thing we do have. Every site, just like houses, has wired cable and internet now. But if you don't have anything hooked up to that wire, you're not going to have so it.
1: So if somebody comes and stays on our site, Right and and It'll uses be the same. it. No, they'll have nothing. Yeah, can they go down to Spectrum and get it?
0: No, because we've gotten it for our site.
1: Then we're not going to be ten 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 anymore.
0: Oh yeah, they'll they'll figure out some way. I hope so. <laughs> but the really interesting thing to me is is that this is the first time that I know that one hundred and thirty five cable ch- channel, cable plus. 100 megabit internet is included in your HOA fees. So they're raising our HOA fees by about $10-$12 a month.
1: But when we we didn't have it included, we were paying...
0: $45 a month just for internet.
1: So that's a a significant savings for us.
0: Right. And they're giving us the equipment for free or including it in the In the package.
1: And the um, internet provider also makes out like a bandit because there are many months when we are not here using their service. But we're paying for it in our homeowners' sues. or.
0: But this is the first time that they, you know, we have 1,600 campsites here in home sites in this facility, and everyone now will have high speed internet as well as a huge number of channel and free equipment as part of your homeowner's fees. So that's really good news. So we went over to Spectrum today, and we got two boxes, which will give us uh, Internet. And maybe this will really be the, (laughs) the way that people will use to cut the cable. And why bother to have the cable TV if you can just use the Internet? And it is 100 megabits, so...
1: But it still won't be useful for people who are just passing through and staying for a few days.
0: Well, this is the interesting thing. I think uh, because it's basically included, or I would call it free, people, (laughs) they always put passwords on their Wi-Fi but my thinking is why why bother to put a password on the Wi-Fi? I'm gonna, I think I'm going to take it off when we leave here so that, you know, who cares? If somebody wants to use it, fine, no problem.
1: Could they, like, send out pornography under your name or something? But
0: they could do that on whatever.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I'm thinking of just, uh, you know, some people are going to just leave it as password unprotected or give your site user the, the password. They could just put it on, well... Different. It would work in different ways in different situations. But because it's all hardwired, which is great, through through coax, uh, there's no central Wi-Fi available, except at the pool, places like that.
1: But these days, because Wi-Fi is like oxygen, you gotta have it. Yes. I think more and more people well, are traveling with cell phones and, or their own devices that they. And this
0: is hundred megabit. Don't which, count on a camera. And they're talking anymore. about March. They're gonna have two hundred megabit. I need some more champagne. Do you? (laughs) Time for a break, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, If you are uh, so inclined, uh, join us. Join us, yeah.
1: You can always add it.
0: Oh, the bottle is getting empty. Just about. Okay, hey, ladies and gentlemen, here we are, halfway through the bottle, halfway through the podcast.
1: So, so I hear that the thing I'm supposed to be looking forward to in the Wi-Fi world is 5G service.
0: Oh, no, you made a huge mistake there.
1: I shouldn't be looking forward to it at all.
0: No. What did you say?
1: I heard that I should be looking forward to 5G no. service.
0: No, you said you... You said you were looking forward in the Wi-Fi world to 5G. This is a huge mistake. 5G is not Wi-Fi? 5G is not Wi-Fi. What is it? And that's a problem because Wi-Fi does not imply Internet. Does to me. <laughs> <laughs> Time for a learning curve. Wi-Fi is just replaces the wires and just provides a way for you to get to the Internet but does not give you Internet. But doesn't 5G give me internet? Yes, because it's cellular. All right, it's all part of the same pattern. Because it's cellular.
1: No. You are splitting infinitives. No,
0: I'm not splitting any infinitives. (laughs) But I have no idea what an infinitive is. What's an infinitive? (laughs)
1: Never
0: mind. You're an English teacher. You can tell me. Long retired. Long retired. Okay, so I'm not going to find out what an infinitive is or a split infinitive, something I've heard about (laughs) my whole life, but I have no idea what it is. (laughs) But cellular data is comes through the cell phone and or through the cell towers and includes data. So that is data. But most of the time, you would have a hotspot, which would take the cell data, which it gets wirelessly, and turn it into Wi-Fi, which you then connect to with your computer. Or there you go. I,
1: I was right. No! <laughs>
0: But if there was no cell data there, there would be no, you would connect to the Wi Fi. If I take, if I disconnect this new system that we have here, mm-hmm. disconnect the coax, mm-hmm. the Wi Fi will still be there.
1: And I'll just use my cell phone. But it won't be connected. But my cell phone can't get 5G because uh, we don't have it here. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll be fine help me with way. this
0: woman, will you please? This is, I go around and around about this. Anyway, the latest and greatest is supposed to be 5G through data, but you know. 3G gives you 384 kilobits. 4G gives you 100 megabits. So that's very comparable to the cable service we're getting. And 5G is supposed to be 10, oh my goodness, 10 gigabits of down, of throughput. By the way, for TV, 4K TV, you need about 25 megabits. So the 4G will give you so 100. Which is,
1: excessive.
0: What are you going to do with all those bits? Well, there are people who, uh, businesses and people like that who need it.
1: Yeah, a campground? But well, this maybe. article that I have here says
0: maybe. 5G is really starting to sound awful because they're, even though they're rolling it out in some places, it's not going to be like the LTE 4G that we have now. It's not going to be nearly as ubiquitous. Well,
1: it sounds like they're going to charge more. Charge
0: this? more. And so don't hold your breath. Or say, I'm not going to buy something because I'm going to wait for 5G. It just is not going to happen. And then you might want to look at this article to really learn about what 5G means for your cellular service.
1: And it might be the best in big cities and not so much in well, places where the, you would be camping Well, the distance
0: anyway. that the signal goes is very short. So that's one of the problems. They have to have a lot more towers. Ugly
1: and, and So habits.
0: in cities and urban areas, they can put in 5G, but they're not going to be able to put it in, in long-range s- cellular service like we have here. So that is something to
1: definitely consider. Read a reader response to RV storage. Here we were complaining about paying, what do we pay, 65 a month? $60. And um, we found out that most of you, unless you're lucky enough to store your rig by your home, pay a hell of a lot more than that. So we stand corrected.
0: Wow. We got, we got emails from people in California paying $400 and $250. And-
1: but we, we have to reiterate that where we store ours, there's no power, there's no roof. Yeah, um, it's, it's very an, basic. It's, it's just a parking lot, not even paved. Semi secure. Um, we would
0: be willing to pay a little bit more for a little bit more service, but we just don't have that around us. So here we are. Um, if you're planning on storing your RV, plan on spending some bucks.
1: Because or or living
0: fifty bucks a year. I mean, that's no, three, a month. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's, I mean, that's or live in a rural area a and,
1: and build yourself a pole barn that you can put it in. On well the this guy talks. here,
0: one of the other topics I was going to talk about was this oh. idea of no cover. I bought a fabric building. Was it worth it? And so he has a fabric. It's like a tent. With, yeah, with a lot of times you, you metal
1: poles supporting it yeah. and fabric over it.
0: And once again, where are you going to find this? No, not Amazon. You're not going to find a building on Amazon. Yeah, it's a time. No, you're going to find the information on our website. He
1: probably bought it from Amazon. You're supposed to be
0: telling people about our website. It isn't from Amazon.
1: Oh. But anyway, he worried... So we go to
0: RV Navigator.
1: He worried, and rightly so, that it wouldn't do real well with a lot of heavy snow on it. And somebody wrote him who had used one over a boat, and the roof had come down and... Crashed into the windshield of his boat, and yeah. it was a poor man's solution. And I think it's one of those things where you get. What but if you're, you're paying four fifty a month for yeah. storage, yeah,
0: we just leave ours sit out,
1: and it deteriorates.
0: But I keep it in good shape. You do what you can. I do what I can. So we're gonna test the navigator.
1: Oh no! I already had three <laughs> glasses of champagne. <laughs>
0: Are you ready for this? I'm off duty now. What does OTA stand for? Over-the-air TV. Oh, no. She she actually knows, ladies and gentlemen. So there. Over-the-air TV. How do you receive it? This is another thing that With I get, an get emails about. How has TV changed? There are a lot more
1: channels than there used to Why? be. Oh, good, good. Why? Why? Oh, the government sold off a bunch of stuff and then they split it into a million little pieces. No. No. Yeah, they did.
0: Mm, yes, but
1: no. That's why there's so many more channels now. No. My PBS channel has... Four channels. eleven, one, eleven, two, eleven, three, and eleven. Right. 4. Exactly. That's how it's changed. <laughs> you answer your own question.
0: <laughs> oh, Digital TV. You do not have to have a special antenna for digital TV. Did you know that?
1: I never thought about it.
0: These batwing antennas that most RVs have, the ones that you crank up... Are good enough? Are, well, they're actually more than enough, because most of the
1: Well, you bought TV- that flat one that's like a hand. Yeah. And why is that? I Because you wanted more channels? Because you wanted to aim it? No. Because you heard it was cool. Oh, yeah. Right.
0: So, so where do I start, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll be
0: quiet. No, you don't. I don't want you to be quiet. I, I want to speak to the questions that are there. But basically, digital TV... Comes over the former UHF channels, and UHF channels require a much smaller antenna because the wavelength is much smaller. So you used to see these big antennas on people's houses that were fifteen feet wide. You know, they had these arms on them that stuck out fifteen feet, and and that was required for the VHF channels, which were channels two through thirteen,
1: which we don't use anymore.
0: Which they just they That's sold. What they
1: sold into a million they, pieces.
0: <laughs> no but it's no longer used for tv
1: it's, it's now not like it, emergency, channels, not, and emergency so? channels and emergency
0: channels and it's going to be for cellular which is fabulous anyway so you don't need that big giant antenna anymore because you have uhf channels so that's the channels that uh, are 13 through 83 and those channels required much smaller antennas so that you can now have a small antenna that picks up TV, and what 's really happened is is because it 's now digital TV they can take that same bandwidth and divide it into multiple carriers that will support multiple channels sub channels within a single channel so although channel 5 in chicago used to broadcast on channel 5 it no longer is broadcasting on channel 5 because they've switched it to a uhf channel and you now receive it on some other channel but you don't care which one but the bottom line is is that they can now take what used to be that that uhf channel and split it into much smaller ch- segments because it's all done digitally.
1: So why does an RVer care?
0: An RVer cares because he doesn't have to have this big antenna. You don't have to go out and buy a a digital TV antenna because it's the same antenna people have been using for years. As a matter of fact, it's actually somewhat smaller than ones people have been using for years. Do not get suckered into buying something that is, is like that because it just is not necessary. You do have to have a digital TV to receive these signals. Does that make sense? Yeah. And poor us, we use T V all the time. It looks like AT and T is going to sell out. Well, is going to stop transmitting satellite TV for us. So we're going to have to cut the cord.
1: So it'll be useless our satellite dish. Yep. Oh, unless we, we want to go. We've gotten to, it that long ago.
0: Well, this is going to happen in the next few years. But the real cool thing is, is that I'm I'm looking at cutting the cord. I mean, we now have. Uh, LTE cellular data, which is translated into Wi-Fi, and we've been using uh, the Spectrum app, and you get all the channels on the Spectrum app. You can get direct. To, direct TV is actually being redirected to uh, the internet, so it'll be streaming.
1: But I'm used to getting American TV when I'm in foreign countries, Canada and you Mexico, are? in my RV. Yeah. We watch the Academy Awards in Mexico.
0: This way you will be able to get it streaming.
1: Not of my I mean, anymore. we just
0: listened We just listened to our local PBS station, our local NPR station from Chicago on here, just like we were sitting at home, getting it over the air. Streaming.
1: But what if you're in a boonie place?
0: Like Alaska. Well, you have to have streaming. But it looks like streaming is really coming along so that it's going Even to be in feasible. in places? I expect so.
1: I'm skeptical.
0: Well we uh, have a few years to worry to think about it but i would not be uh, thinking about getting a brand new dri- direct smell, tv yeah, direct yeah. tv system dish maybe but not direct tv because they've been bought out by AT&T and there's been a lot of controversy about this but they are now beta testing a set top box to replace your satellite services with a streaming one. A streaming service that will look extremely similar to the current satellite version. So this will be cool and if you can record and have a DVR that works like the satellite dish and do it over streaming, hey, that'll be good and of course if you want to read about this I have a nice article here.
1: I suppose it'll save us some money too because we won't have to have a separate... Monthly.
0: Right here in in at in Florida is is that they're offering us Internet and TV as one package, and I expect that they will get rid of the TV and just say, use our app and because the app does the same thing.
1: We've been kind of tied to it at home because we wanted to be able to take things we recorded right. with us on the road, so...
0: And if they have an, an, a, a... Could be
1: a liberating experience.
0: Keep your mind open, ladies and gentlemen, as she is... Very open-minded. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just want it to work. Press the button and it works.
0: I try. I do try. Believe it's, me. Shingle shots.
1: What is this doing? This topic doing oh, I in just, a I, I feel kind technology. of a, this. This is our own little human interest story. No, not human. As not. as we turned oldish. Um, public service announcement shingle shots came out uh, shingles apparently is some kind of a virus that, that lingers in your body if you've ever had chicken pox and people our age all had chicken pox so we got, we got shingle shots that were um, recommended by doctors to help you avoid getting shingles which is a very painful inflammatory disease it won't kill you but it will make you want to shoot yourself it's so uncomfortable and painful so as as the years went by, we had friends who had gotten shingles shots and still gotten shingles, which was kind of dismay yes. and um, I read fairly recently that there is a new vaccine called Shingrix. Which is a two-stage shot. You go in and get an inoculation, and two to six months later, you get a follow-up of the same inoculation once again, and you are much more likely to be totally protected from getting this terrible malady. So when we were home this summer, we got stage one, and when we came home for the holidays, we went in to get this to stage is such a drama. two, and the, the the drugstore guy said are you on the waiting list? And we said, (laughs) why? And we found out that the Shingrex has been in such great demand from all the people our age and slightly younger than we are that they can't make, can't keep up with making it. We begged and pleaded and I put our name on waiting lists all over town, even here in Florida where the uh, drugstore person said, oh, we haven't gotten any of that for months. It's just in such short supply. But lo and behold, right before we left to come back down here, our drugstore guy called and said, "I've got just the thing you've been waiting for for Christmas. Come in and have this horribly painful shot. That that um gave me was painful and gave me 103 fever overnight. But anyway. It seems to be an important thing, and that's why we're sharing it with you, especially if you are a certain age. So talk we want to your our doctor. listeners to be healthy. Talk to your doctor and find out if this is a good thing for you. And our doctor said it was much cheaper if we got it at a drugstore than if we got it in the doctor's office. So do a little research and see if it's a good idea for you. Now
0: back to technology, ladies and gentlemen. And of
1: public service announcement.
0: <laughs> Time for champagne.
1: Oh, there's not much left.
0: Well, it's not my glasses. I was just going to clink.
1: Okay. Okay. Start talking.
0: I'll drink, you talk. When DJI came out with their Osmo, which is a handheld video camera with a gimbal, I was very excited and I bought one. And I've used it a little bit.
1: You have? Yeah.
0: I've had it for years. When did you
1: use it?
0: I used it when I did the commercial for the Riffer, Mm -hmm. among other times. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But very excited that they've come out with a new version of this, which is half the price of mine, which is obviously good. This is called the the Ismo Pocket. If you're looking for a way to have stabilized video, handheld video, this is a very cool tool. Although, I have to say, I'm not excited to buy one.
1: Really? It's so small. You could fit it in your purse. It's the size of a Pez dispenser, if you know what a Pez dispenser is. What's a Pez dispenser? Those candies. Pez? Yeah, they showed it on the video. I watched your video. The guy, Pez? Took, the guy took it. Nobody
0: knows what Pez is. Old people do. Oh.
1: The guy took it on the roller coaster, and it was very stable. I was impressed by yes. the picture that it
0: took. But instead, I bought a stabilizer for my GoPro, which I haven't used yet. Just before this came out, I bought a stabilizer for my with a gimbal for my GoPro, which I think is actually a better idea because I really like the GoPro.
1: Being the first on your block can And be it was
0: and it was much less expensive cuz this little gizmo costs $350, but I have a friend here at the park who's got one and so we will uh make a comparison in the next month. We'll go over and see who has the best gimbal. What's a gimbal?
1: It's stable. it makes it stable.
0: How does it do that?
1: Oh, I don't really know how is it is. It's like those things on boats for um Compasses,
0: Gyroscopes?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> a thorough explanation is probably required in the future. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. We'll have a, we'll you're going
1: to have... leave them in suspense? And you're not going to tell them what a gimbal well, is? Well, I want
0: them to come back next month <laughs> when we have the review. Google it. As we talked about last month, Martha has gotten some new hardware.
1: Ken oh, did not get
0: any new my. hardware. Well, he did. He got a, a phone.
1: I went hog wild on Black Friday. <gasps> How did we go
0: and buy out the store the apple store
1: as i mentioned earlier my laptop turned into a brick when i tried to install the latest os and my beloved husband spent two days to restoring it to some kind uh, of workability to
0: have friends in high places
1: but it made us very uneasy and it was over five years old yes and So it seemed like it was time to replace it. Otherwise, I was quite happy with it, and I tortured myself about whether to get a bigger one or a smaller one, and um, I made a decision. And on Black Friday, we discovered that there were some financial inducements, and Apple would take back my old one and give us us, some... A meager sum toward the new one $275 and I didn't
0: think that I thought it good. was
1: a good idea too because then it's not in some landfill somewhere or at least we didn't put it in the landfill who knows what they did with it and um, I've also been having great problems with my iPhone battery um, it was getting so everybody anemic, has
0: problems with old batteries um,
1: it felt like I had to plug it in everywhere I went old batteries I even had a uh, USB problems. I even had a USB cord in the car because when we navigated it, it would just wind down to nothing this so, since I already owned that phone, uh, with a similar process, we got a, a actually
0: bought the phone outright. reduction
1: in the price because I gave them my old one and a Black Friday coupon, and so now I have a new iPhone. And then, since I <coughs> thought I might as well We're do not done yet here, the trifecta, I went ahead and bought an Apple Watch.
0: She's been so impressed with mine. Well, and I had a version one for sale,
1: well, that
0: she could have used a version one and she didn't want it. Can you believe that? Well, I wanted So we traded to, that in too. I
1: wanted to get the health I got monitoring for it. feature because I'm an old lady and things could happen. And I hate to say this, but one of the main reasons I wanted an Apple Watch, I was getting sick and tired. I had a nice collection of regular watches that ran on batteries and inevitably whenever we would leave the country to go on a trip I would take a watch along and it would die and I thought wouldn't it be nice to have a watch that I can keep powered whenever and however I can. So it was time to make the big move, and so now I'm the proud owner of a new laptop, a new iPhone, and a new Apple Watch.
0: And how do you like your watch?
1: I like it functionally. It's not very cute.
0: And one of the things we've used is the walkie-talkie feature. You know, all the new watches have walkie-talkies, so that when you're in the store or someplace, you can walkie-talkie back and forth, and that means push to talk. Not using phone.
1: I like that I can hang up on all the spam phone calls I get on my cell phone. I, I like that feature a lot because mm-hmm. um, it's quick and easy because that gets to be very annoying. What else can I say? It, it had stuff on there I immediately disabled. Like it tells you when to breathe and it tells you well, it's got to for get up and people. Move around. Yeah. I don't need that. I don't listen to what you tell me, much less what my watch tells But you use it to me. control your podcasts? Yes. yes. Which is another that nice works feature. works very well.
0: And you can put your podcast on there and use it independently of your phone.
1: And now that we have had a month to recover from my spending spree, <laughs> I've ordered myself some new Apple Watch bands oh, so she's way I cool. can make it look a little more fashionable.
0: So my wife has a brand new laptop, a version four of her watch, of the Apple Watch. But she my has... cell phone
1: is not as highfalutin as yours. That was my so choice. I'm
0: stuck here with old technology. I'm really.
1: We'll see how long that that lasts. Are, now, dear listener, are you
0: commiserating with me? No, no, they don't feel
1: sorry for you at all. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> they don't feel sorry because for because they know a shopping spree for Ken is in the near future. Is it? Ooh, all right. Who is a full-time RVer? That seems like it should be an easy question, but it really is not. No, I'm very surprised here. In my mind, a full-time RVer is a person who lives in an RV and travels around.
0: Travels around, and that wasn't the key. But a lot
1: of people live in RVs and travel around just to visit their kids. to right. or long they do Periods of time.
0: They do it for.
1: Or they ec- do it for work economical
0: reasons. So yes, because, they do. Because
1: uh, the work assignments they have are hither and yon all over the country. Or they do it for economical reasons because they can't afford a more conventional...
0: But it is interesting that the RV industry defines RV as a vehicle designed as a temporary living quarters for recreational camping, travel, or seasonal use. Notice the word temporary. So RVs are really meant to be temporary, and we don't full-time in ours, but... It could be, I but guess. But supposedly our rig it is a full-time and people, rig. And people who do full-time have some serious issues. They have to get special insurance...
1: For their rig and for medical yeah. stuff well, too. Well, I
0: don't care about medical, but well, I mean they—that's important too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's something you have. That's independent of living in an RV. But you have you have to have special insurance. Finding a domicile is kind of an issue if you don't have uh, a particular an address. An address to, you got to have one. In. But is someone who lives in a, in the same RV park 365 days a year? Are they or like in this particular park? If you stayed here all year round, are you a full time RVer? Ooh. Send in your votes, ladies and gentlemen. Is a person or family that lives in an old RV in a seedy RV park because, of, because a home or apartment is beyond their means, are they full-time RVers?
1: Not by our definition, but...
0: Is a family that lives in a fifth wheel for months on end and moves only when the breadwinner's job relocates to a new location, are they full-time
1: RVers? <laughs> <laughs> Have some more wine. <laughs> I'm almost done. She's almost done, ladies and gentlemen. I would say this philosophical question does not need to be answered. Well, I think we need to hear from our listeners. Right. Let them decide. I have, an opi- I have an opinion.
0: A ruling last week by the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development, HUD, also made clear that an RV is for temporary living only. It wrote, quote, An RV is a vehicle or vehicular structure, not certified as a manufactured home, designed only for recreational use and not as a primary residence or for permanent occupancy. So you have to be recreating. Well, and I think a lot of people spend $20,000 on an RV, and they expect it to have the same quality and the standards of a $200,000 house, and that just isn't going to happen. Which leads to many complaints. Yes. Now, if you want to know a little bit more about RVing on a regular basis, maybe you want to watch Rolling on TV. Uh, I've run across Rolling on TV before, and I think I've even mentioned it before. But it's, it's a pretty nice half-hour program once a week uh, that you might want to watch. General RV topics are covered. Uh, they talk about maintenance. They talk about cooking. They talk about RV sites. They do reviews of RVs. And so you might want to take a look at it. Rolling on TV is at rollingontv.com. Or it's on some cable systems, but you haven't found it. On, on <laughs> I never watched it live on the TV. On but I've watched I it. Uh, I've watched numerous episodes. Uh, you can watch them uh, streaming anytime you want to. So it's kind of a nice program to watch, and has commercials and is uh, the usual half-hour RV program. But there aren't that many good ones around, and this one kind of uh, fits the bill in many ways. Now, maybe you want to broadcast that or, or watch it. on on the new RV that has a built-in outdoor movie system.
1: I would hate to be parked next to somebody who has that.
0: This new RV features a below-floor garage with a raising king-size bed, fireplace, and a walk-in pantry, and a built-in movie projector. Yes, you read that right. A movie projector that you can use to project on a screen all of your favorite programs.
1: It's okay if you're deep in the woods by yourself. Oh boy, could that cause problems with, mm. with your
0: friends and neighbors, ladies and gentlemen? Mm. How about R V that is solar powered?
1: There's always all that space on the side of your RV that is a total waste. And you might as well put <laughs> no. solar panels on the sides of your RV, too. That's what these people the, have but,
0: done. But this is ridiculous. I mean, there are so many people who talk about, oh, if I buy enough solar panels, can I run my air conditioner? Answer?
1: Yeah, it depends. No. Yeah, it depends. No.
0: No, it does not depend on anything.
1: Have you had enough of them?
0: You can't put enough on your RV, and well, you have people. Have, and you and have to understand have those that, that solar panels, solar panels don't run anything. They well, charge the, your the batteries. batteries, so you have to have enough battery power in order to run your air conditioner. And you could only run a very small air conditioner, but not the one the size that you need in an RV.
1: Well, this now, RV this does one better. It uses even solar the to run down the highway. I would really be skeptical about this. It gets, what, 200 kilometers?
0: 200 kilometers to a charge, but it takes 10 to 12 hours to charge it up, plugged in.
1: So you have to go on a very short (laughs) trip.
0: See it now.
1: I think uh is technology. I'm
0: boondocking because I don't, and I have to wait for my solar panels. But when you look at this thing, and it is a European one, I will admit, that it has solar panels everywhere. I mean, on the sides, on the door.
1: It would save you a lot of waxing and washing, right?
0: You have to keep them clean. I don't think you have that to would... wax them,
1: though. I think this is something that is a work in progress.
0: I don't see it and really as viable at all. Okay, so where do you want to camp? How about free? We like free. We love free. The Guide to Free Campgrounds has just been updated. The 832-page book uh, is available, and you might want to pick it up because it has all of the places that you can boondock, and it's current and, and up-to-date. That's and camp really off nice. the beaten path. Camp off the beaten path for very little money. I think Have that's, we done that? I think that's about it for the month. We're at 58 minutes. That's good because I'm almost out of champagne. <laughs> okay. A last yeah. clink. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Is this all that we have? We don't have any clinkers and clankers. The box was not very full, huh? Well, it
1: has has cute hats. Well, people can't see our cute hats. We wish you. We'll put up a picture with our cute hats so we can see it.
0: We wish you the very happiest of New Year's and hope the 2019. Wait, 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 wait. Do you have a New Year's resolution?
1: No, I gave up on doing that. Why? Because I never followed through. I am what I am.
0: I'm following through. Ah, <gasps> what's your resolution? I'm keeping a journal. Really? Yep.
1: I've been journaling for years.
0: I'm doing it on a daily basis. Every day. On the web? Well, it's not available to anybody else. Very cool new piece of software called Day One. And but it's then an you have app to do day two and day three. I've already done over a week. Really? Yes.
1: Is it more than the weather?
0: Oh yes. But it is fairly factual. But you don't get to see it. Oh. It's you for- get to
1: see mine.
0: Well, that's because you make it for public. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, if you would like to, if you have the interest in doing a journal, this is a very nice one. And it's called Day One. And it uh, costs you 25 bucks a year, but it syncs between all your devices so you can journal on any of your devices. It puts on pictures. So it finds your location. Why is puts it better than up,
1: just using a word processor and putting pictures in?
0: Because it does it all automatically. And it syncs it between all of your devices. So it's a very nice app, hmm. I think. Hmm. I'm going to be... Journaling. All I bet
1: I can get your password.
0: All year, I'm going to well, be journaling, we'll see. and you're going to be jealous because I'm going to have all this great information. Well, we use your 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 blog all, all the, time. the time. Why?
1: Because we argue about where we were and when it was.
0: Exactly. So, the days that we do the podcast, I will have records of that, so there will be no more controversy about when this, these things take place.
1: It's good to lead a controversy-free life.
0: Well, one that you have the definitive answer to the
1: questions, because as your life becomes older... Definitive is in the eye of the beholder. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? So are you saying my mind is like my internet browser? Yeah. 19 tabs open, three of them are frozen, and I have no idea where the music is coming from? That's very good.
0: <laughs> Ain't that the truth? We'll
1: see if day one helps. <laughs> I'm sure It will.
0: <laughs> Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we hope to see you in a campground near us. We will be Are here
1: at the Tampa Super Show.
0: We, yes. Oh, we forgot to talk about the Tampa Super Show. We're going to in be In the middle there. of this month, we're going to be at the Tampa Super Show. If you will be there, please let us know. We already have a couple of uh, engagements that have been booked in, but uh, we always have space for more people. If you're, if you're headed to Tampa or you're looking for a new RV, let us know. We will be shopping around on your behalf. Yes. Doing research. Doing research, exactly. I'm looking at a new tow bar. I'm looking at stainless steel trim for our motorhome. Didn't
1: you need something to
0: be serviced? The heating and cooling. Oh, thing. and I'm getting the, cool, Oasis, getting the Oasis serviced. We have a lot to do at this yeah, year's show. That's a- we will be there beginning on the Wednesday, and we will be staying through the show. So we're looking forward to that. We unless, didn't go last year. so Unless
1: none of you come and bother us, then Aww. we might go home early. Aww. But we hope that you will.
0: Yes. Okay. So without further ado, we will, <coughs> oh. <laughs> we will welcome in 2019, which is only uh, an hour and a half away. So we will make that happen. And we hope that you will be part of the RV Navigator podcast for the many, many more years that we plan to do it.
1: Thanks so much for listening and sharing your lives with us. We really appreciate it. Bye for now. Hope to see you in a campground
0: near us.